Welcome to Hope for the Uprooted. I'm Susan Miller, and I am delighted that you've joined me. I love the pleasure of your company, and I love imagining that we're sitting across the table from each other, having a cup of coffee or tea, and just chatting away. Uh, Today is a very important, timely topic. We're going to talk about facing the challenge of change during tough times. I want to give you some hope and encouragement, some biblical foundation and some practical things to do. You matter to me, and knowing that you're listening makes my day. So I just want to challenge you with a couple of things about the changing times that we're going through now, your world may well be rocked with the change of 2020 and COVID. Change is a small word, but it is a huge impact on all of us. I have found that change can apply to many areas of our life. What change are you facing or going through now? It could be moving, and moving has been very, very difficult on so many families and so many individuals during this year. They move not knowing anyone, not being able to connect or build community with anyone. And at the same time, with COVID, they are um, isolated and restricted. And that makes it very, very hard. I know that moving is only one aspect of change. You could be going through downsizing perhaps a health issue that brings about a major change. It could be a crisis in addition or on top of COVID, a trauma of some kind within your family, perhaps a divorce, a broken relationship, uh, death. These are the things that will truly rock your world and challenge you to face change during these tough times. As most of you know, I've been through um, the change that death has brought. Losing my husband uh, to cancer was a huge change in my life of adapting and adjusting, of grieving, of going through all the major change emotional changes that we go through. And you may be going through something similar in your changing world. We're usually very fearful of change, aren't we? I know that uh, when I lost Bill, it it disrupts my life, uh, my routine, my schedule, Uh, It it affected my emotions in addition to just the loss of his presence. Uh, It's a tremendous loss. And with loss, any loss, my friends, comes change. And with change comes grieving. It's just a natural process of change bringing loss, bringing grieving. 
And we're usually very, very fearful of change. And so I want to encourage you, uh, Malachi 3.6, For I, the Lord, do not change. Wow. You know, we live in uh, a changing world. Everything changes from day to day. And you know that by listening, reading, um, just living in the year of COVID has brought about daily change. And, you know, it can be an internal change, an external change. It can affect you emotionally inside, or it can affect your life around you. It can be gradual or sudden. You know, you can, you can be well one day and sick the next day. Um, and it can be predictable and unpredictable. There's so many things this year that have been unpredictable. And we like to live in a predictable world, don't we? Where we know what's going on. And of course, we resist change. Why would we welcome it? Well, I'll tell you, it is the very thing that drives us closer to Christ. Change drives us closer to Christ. This year, I have been driven to my knees and driven to um, to meet Jesus face to face in a way that I could have never done without the changes that this year has brought about. I am uh, always sensitive to those of you that are going through emotional change, spiritual change, physical change. Um, These things can be devastating. And I will tell you, my friend, that when you're going through a major change, remember that what life does to you depends on what life finds in you. You know, it's when the rubber meets the road and you find what what's inside of you, what, you, what is your strength, what is your resilience. Um, what life does to you depends on what life finds in you. If you are filled with defeat and despair, life will crush you. If you are filled with faith and hope, Life's changes cannot overcome you. And when change comes, when the storms come and the winds blow, the winds of change blow and take your breath away, you will survive. You will. It's what is within you. It is that strength and that resilience within. And I just... um you know, I know that a lot of times we react to change. We try to avoid it, fight it. Oh my gosh, you know, I'll run around the block or try to get to my thumb by going around my elbow, as as we used to say, just to avoid change, you know, just just to fight it with everything within me. And another reaction is, Um, that I try to manage or control it. You know, gosh, if we can control our circumstances, if we could control uh, all the changes this year, so many of you have been affected by economic loss, job loss, 
um, having to stay at home and uh, do online uh, schooling with your kids, follow up with homework, um, just the the crisis of this year in so many capacities. Uh, we think, oh gosh, or I think, gosh, if I could just manage and control it. And that's when fear is taking over. Fear instead of faith. When I try to manage and control out of fear. And a lot of times out of frustration, I just want a shortcut. You know, how can I... You know, how can I avoid this quickly? How can we just move this along? And I know when we had to close our office at Just Move Ministry, um, we I kept thinking, okay, now, uh, when are we going to open again? You know, how, how? I was just so frustrated. You know, we've got to keep things going. Everybody's working remote. I want to get back to normal. I want routine. We miss that because uh, change disrupts that. And so not only do we try to avoid it by fighting it or manage and control it out of fear, we we try to take shortcuts. You know, what can we do to make this just come and go quickly out of frustration? And I ask you, um, and I've had to ask myself many times, do I respond or react to change? If I'm reacting, that's one thing. That's when I try to... Um, avoid it and manage it and shortcut it. And, you know, I'm fearful. I'm trying to fight everything I've got to keep circumstances at bay and work it out and figure it out. But if I'm responding to change, I'm clinging to God, my friends. And I have learned to cling to God, oh my gosh, daily, sometimes hourly. I cling to his promises. I cling, my prayer life is deeper. Um, You know, don't lose faith. Don't give up. And the importance of that is huge. And the importance of surviving change is huge because you will survive this. You will get through this. It may be bleak. It may be dark in your corner of the world, but the light of Jesus Christ is always there to illuminate the way out and to shine light on the pathway, his pathway of promises, the pathway of his word. And some real practical things you can do when you're facing change and when you are um, really challenged during these tough times is to make sure you communicate your feelings and your fears. If, you know, communicate them with your spouse, your best friend, a family member. It's it's good to be able to say, I'm afraid. Um, to be able to say, I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. Um, you know, it's okay to say, I need your help. Um, communication is huge. 
and to and to anticipate that you're going to be fearful. You are an emotional being and you're going to have emotions and you're going to be fearful and you're going to be angry. And there are days when you just feel like, you know, you're blown up tight like a balloon. And if somebody said something wrong to you, you just burst like a pin pops a balloon. Um, So those emotions that you have are very normal. It's what you do with them that makes a difference. It's what you do with anger, what you do with fear, what you do with frustration. These are the things that can manifest themselves in an unhealthy way. And you want to make sure that they are manifested in a healthy way. So just remember um, what, you know, think before you speak in anger and um, remember that words and actions will have a long-term effect where perhaps if you uh, think through it, process through it, communicate it, anticipate that you're going to have these feelings, that you will handle them differently. And two, grieve the loss of this year. Grieve, and you know, we haven't really lost this year. When it comes to Um, knowing Christ deeper and on a more intimate level, I've gained a heck of a lot more than I've lost. But so many of you feel like loss is a neon sign over your forehead. Loss of income, loss of a job, loss of a business, loss of health, loss of uh, normalcy. Um, And you need to grieve that. You need to process that and know that, again, with change and with loss comes that grief. But remember, too, that what you can gain through uh, knowing Christ more intimately, drawing to Him, turning to Him, leaning into Him, is a far more gain than a loss. And then I encourage you um, to keep perspective. You know, a crisis, uh, a challenging times, tough times has a beginning and it has an end. Um, Crisis has a beginning and an end. And just to remember that, to keep perspective, we will get through this year. Uh, We don't know what next year holds, but my friends, we don't know what tomorrow holds. And so keep perspective that that a crisis has a beginning and an end, and God will get us through it. And then look for his blessings. Look for God's blessings. Uh, You know, what is he trying to teach you? Um, You know, every day I count my blessings. Every day, every night when my head hits the pillow, I thank God for the blessings of the day. Maybe it was a bad day or a hard day or a difficult day or a down day, but I can always find something to be grateful for, something to be thankful for. And then I always look at what God's trying to teach me. Um, I know that, um, you know, we just need to, one of the things that that facing the 
challenge of change does for me is it it really does kind of uh, force me into being God dependent instead of self dependent. You know, I think we are pretty much we like to feel like we're pretty self dependent that we can make it in this world because everything would go right in our world and uh, we'd get up and go to work and you know we'd go to the grocery store and, you know, not have to search for things that aren't on shelves anymore. And, you know, it was that self-dependency of, hey, I can do this. Well, let me tell you what, um, I don't know about you, but many of my friends and myself included, we have been cut off at the knees with this year as far as um, devastation and heartache and brokenness. But let me tell you, we have also been on our knees and been more God-dependent. We are driven from being self-dependent to being God-dependent. And the importance of that is, is huge, too, because... It's all about your perspective. And I know that a lot of times um, the road of change is very, very rocky. It's rough. They're detours. You know, it's not always smooth. Change is good. Change can um, really help you know yourself better and deeper know who you are and who you're not. That's that's one thing. A couple of things I've learned this year is I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned um, my strengths, my weaknesses. I've, you know, I've learned a lot about who I am and who I'm not. And, you know, there was a period of time over the summer that I found myself being negative and critical, having a critical spirit, that is so not like me. Um, I will find the good in everything and everybody. That's just the who that I am. I found myself so negative and critical. And I just, one morning when I was praying, I said, Lord, please, I recognize this. You have, you have pricked my heart to and my spirit to see this in me and this is not good and I just pray that you will help me work through this and I I was so conscientious of that that and it's a choice that I made you can choose to be critical and negative or you can choose to be positive and to look for the good and so I love the scripture, Psalm 27, 9. Don't leave me now. Don't abandon me. God is not going to abandon you, my friends. Um, it's not what you will do with change, but it's what Christ will do. Remember that um, Jesus' job is to get people to change. From a state of sin to a state of grace, from a world of bondage to a world of freedom, and from a place of tears to a place of joy. You know, we're always moving towards change or moving to a place of change. And, 
no matter what you're going through or facing, no matter where you've been, where you are now, or where you're going, knowing Jesus Christ can change the course of your life. And instead of rocking your world, he can steady and stabilize your world and give you that firm foundation. I just want to encourage you that You know, this might be the time that you need to get on your knees and say, Lord, um, you know, I come to you and you are my only hope. You are the anchor in my life when everything around me is changing. Going through a life change can leave you feeling like you have hit rock bottom. And you can either stay there or you can see God as the rock and the foundation on which to rebuild your life. You know, what's holding you back? You, you know, you need to, you, you might need some pointers on surviving change. And, you know, whatever that change looks like, it has brought about a disruption in your life. It's brought about Um, heartache and pain and all the emotions that go with loss and change. And, you know, you might just need a couple of pointers that will help you hold on all the more. Uh, Wait patiently for the Lord, Psalm 27, 14. Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. So many of you have demonstrated to me through your emails, through your notes, um, through our Zoom contacts, through our FaceTiming. You have demonstrated to me, you have been a testimony to me of being brave and being courageous in circumstances beyond your control. You know, I think, um, I can't help but think, in addition to COVID, We have been ravished with fires across our nation, with hurricanes across our uh, or across the the whole coast. Um, It's just been devastating for people who have lost everything. It breaks my heart when I think about. They have lost everything but the shirt on their back. And yet I heard a woman say um, in an interview, I may have lost everything, but I have my family and I have God and we can start over. But that doesn't diminish her loss or her grief or her pain. And sometimes we are in the waiting room, in God's waiting room, waiting for change to take place and and take another direction in our life. And we need to wait expectantly, wait expectantly in anticipation of what God is going to do. Every day I think, Lord, you know, this is going to be a better day. (laughs) I know it is. And it is that attitude and that conviction that I have. And I will find something in that day that um, I can be expectantly um, happy about. 
wait expectantly, wait in anticipation. I will wait for the Lord. I will look eagerly for him. Isaiah 8, 17. Look for God in everything. Go on a God hunt during the day and look for him in every um, area of your life. And when you're in that waiting room, when you're waiting on God for for uh, purpose and rebuilding and life to come together, wait actively. Don't just sit there, but stay focused. Pray, read, worship, um, serve. Don't just sit there. Um, Psalm 135, 130 verse 5 says, I wait for the Lord. My soul does wait and in his word do I hope. So wait actively. Um, I'm reading through the new the um, Bible again. I love the Old Testament. Every it, you know, God's word is fresh and new every morning. Every time I read the Old Testament, I learn something. In the New Testament, I learn something. And you know, wait actively, wait joyfully. You know, happiness does not depend on your circumstances. Our joy depends on our relationship with God. May I tell you, my friends, tie your joy to your Savior, not your circumstances. Some of you say, I don't have anything to be joyful about, Susan, or to be happy about. Tie your joy to your Savior, not your circumstances. And I just encourage you to um, not only to wait expectantly and actively and joyfully, but to change your focus and live above your circumstances, not under them. You know, we can get so inundated and so down with negativeness between the news and what we read and, you know, Facebook and all of that can just really do a number on us. We need to choose to change our focus. And we need to live above our circumstances. 2 Corinthians 4.18 says, Look not at things which are seen. Look at things not seen. The things seen are temporary. The things not seen are eternal. God doesn't always change our situation, but he gives us the strength and the hope to face it and to keep on going. So refocus, my friends. Look up, not down. And don't look around. My goodness, if, you, if I looked around me every day with everything going on in the world, I'd probably be <laughs> one negative, critical, unhappy disappointed person 24-7, and I choose not to do that. I will not um, allow my circumstances to consume me. Uh, Times of stress will show our true colors, and this is where we put our feet on faith, and we have to, um, to remember to change our focus, to refocus. I challenge you, are you walking by faith or or by sight? 
If you're looking at everything going on around you and believing everything you hear and everybody's opinion changes your opinion, you know, you're walking by sight, by circumstances, by what's going on around you. Do you choose to walk by faith or by sight? Isaiah 26, 4, trust in the Lord always. The Lord Jehovah is your everlasting strength. The importance of doing that. And then, um, and this may sound, this may sound kind of strange to you, but I think one of the ways to help you face the challenge of change is not only living above your circumstances and and choosing to refocus on Christ, but is learning to live in contentment. And you might say to me, Susan, are you crazy? You know, my husband's lost his job. I've lost my job. We're living hand to mouth, so to speak. Um, Philippians 4.11, not that I speak from won't, for I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I am. I have learned, my friends, to be content um, with whatever each day has brought me. My contentment is not found in what I have or don't have. My contentment is found in peace and in trust. God doesn't always supply all of your needs or I'm sorry, God will supply all of your needs, but God will not necessarily supply all your wants. And if only is a delusion. You know, you can't live in the if onlys. Well, if only, you know, if only um, COVID was completely passed. If only, if only my kids could get back in school and life would go along on a normal rhythm. If only is a delusion. Whatever you have on your plate for that day, in your life for that day, um, be content with what God has provided. Make the most of it. Make the best of it, whether it be little or whether it be a lot. You learn a lot when you give uh, your day out of sacrifice rather than out of abundance. You learn a lot again about the who that you are if you can be content with uh, less than more and the importance of that. Can you say it is well with my soul? I encourage you to abide in God to focus on that which has lasting value, family, relationships, um, you know, the one another's in your life. I encourage you to, um, to focus on those things and remember that um, you are, as I am, going through a desert experience of change. Uh, nobody likes to be in the desert. Nobody likes to um, be hot. Oh, and that's another thing. Not only did we have COVID and everything was upside down all year, but it has been the hottest summer in Arizona in history. 
and compound that with everything else. Um, you know, it, it just seemed like one thing after another. Not only were, you know, were we isolated and trying to stay indoors and um, trying to avoid COVID, we also were so hot, we didn't even want to go outdoors. But living in contentment is a lot deeper than just contentment from what things bring. I'm talking about learning to be content with whether you have little or whether you have much. And then, um, you know, change your focus, live in contentment, and live with the joy that is in you, that is, it, it, John 15, 11 says, these things I've spoken to you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be made full. Let me tell you what, sister, I don't wake up joyful every morning, okay? I don't wake up happy every morning. I choose joy. Joy is within me. I have chosen for Christ to reside in me, and that changes my life. And my joy is Jesus in me. And that is how I can live with joy, because my joy is an outward expression of my inner relationship with God. And it's a choice. It's not a feeling. It's not based on my circumstances. It's based on my attitude. It's a state of mind, in other words. It's not a state of circumstances. Joy is that deep, settled confidence that God is in control of every area of your life. And believe me, my friend, if we are ever to learn that, it's this year. He is in control of all things. We need to trust Him and we need to um, understand that fear and worry and anxiety will rob us of joy. You know what else will rob us of joy? People. Oh my gosh. If I listen to what everybody said and, you know, all their opinions, boy, my joy could go out the window. People can rob you of joy as much as fear, as much as worry, anxiety, Um Joyful people practice biblical habits regularly. I, this year, I have gotten up faithfully and read my devotion and spent time in prayer and have read God's Word and studied different concordances and translation to go deeper and deeper. It must be cultivated and it must be practiced, and then peace will come. John fourteen twenty seven reminds us, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you, not as the world gives, not as the world gives. Let not your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. Ah, I just want to preach it. I just want to preach it to you, sister. Um, I don't always have it all together. I am not a Pollyanna. I have dipped in the trenches this year. I have been um, 
I have had some hard days and I've thought, Lord, just you've got to help me make it through the day mentally and emotionally and spiritually. Um, I don't get it. I don't understand it. The bottom's falling out. Um, you know, believe me, I have had very hard days. I've had questions that I have not had answers to, and I'm sure you have too. And, you know, the uncertainty of the times has weighed on me as it weighs on you. Uh, We are in this together, and I bet we could sit down face-to-face and pretty much um, in conversation see how similar we are and how alike we are. And yet peace will come because it's God's peace in us, not as the world gives. And then, you know, the, the challenge uh, can turn to a confidence to confront change with Christ. You see, that's the whole key is I know I'm not alone. Um, Bill is in heaven waiting on me and I am not alone on my journey and pathway on this earth because I have um, Jesus Christ in my heart, in my life. Uh, He is my provider. He is my protection. And uh, with him, I can move forward, push through, persevere. Without him, I ain't worth a plug nickel, if you'll pardon my southern expression. But I encourage you to um, go back to what you already know. Maybe you went to church as a child. Um, Maybe you've never been to church. Um, Maybe you've never had a relationship with Christ. Maybe you have and it kind of got on the back burner. Um, Go back to what you know, my friends. And if you don't know Um, If you don't know it, learn it now so you'll know what to do when change rocks your world. In other words, um, get to know Jesus. Invite him in your life. Um, Admit that he is your anchor and your rock and your foundation. And um, you can face change with Christ. Run to Jesus. When you have nowhere to run, run with all your might to him. And if you think about it, there's really nowhere else we can go that's totally safe anymore. God alone is our refuge, our only safe place. Depend on him to give you the strength to get through this year, to endure your circumstances. Dwell in him. Dwell on him. Seek his direction. Pray, listen, get counsel from others. Spend time with him and get to know him. Be intentional about that. Make that a priority. Um, And I've already talked about focusing on Christ. We become what we focus on. Okay, if you are so preoccupied and so focused on one thing that's go- that you think is going to make your life better, then, you know, y- y- 
we become what we focus on. And, you know, that may, that may be temporary. Everything in life is temporary. The only thing permanent is our relationship with Jesus Christ. So, and I encourage you to go to his word. Oh my gosh, his word is new and fresh every morning. Um, when I open my Bible, I'm face to face with God. And when I read scripture, uh, he's speaking to me. And I encourage you to pray anytime, anywhere, at the stoplight, at the kitchen sink, while you're loading or unloading clothes, um, in the dish, in the washing machine. Um, God's not picky. You can pray anywhere, uh, anytime, standing up, sitting down, eyes closed, out loud, silently, head bowed, head looking forward, whatever. But pray and let that be a part of your life and give thanks and be grateful. My friends, never give up. Never lose hope. Be brave and persevere. Ask yourself what you've learned this year about yourself. Ask yourself what's missing that cannot be replaced. Ask yourself... um, um, not only what you've learned about yourself, but ask yourself, you know, what what is my rock? You know, what is my anchor? Because maybe you've been holding on to all the wrong thing for strength. Maybe you've been holding on to things of the world and not things of Christ. Um, in a major life change, remember that Jesus is on center stage. He's reflected in you and through you by your actions and your words. I want to make him proud of me. I know there are days that he's probably not, but I know he loves me unconditionally. And I always remember that Jesus is on the center stage in my life. How I act, what I say, my attitude, my choices, um, how important that is. Always remember the acronym for change, and I'll close with this. Cling to God. C, cling to God. H, He is unchanging. A, always trust Him. N, never give up. G, great is His faithfulness. And E, Encourage one another. C-H-A-N-G-E. Cling to God. He is unchanging. Always trust Him. Never give up. Great is His faithfulness. Encourage one another. Thank you, my friends, for hanging out with me. And letting me be transparent and give you uh, a few um, words from the Lord as well as some practical ways that you can manage and understand and know um, what change is and what change isn't. Uh, Remember that I believe in you. We are sisters in Christ. And if we're not, I hope we will be soon. 
but um, we have a lot in common, and I believe in you. I am your biggest fan. I will always be in your corner uh, waving my pom-poms for you. And I'd love to hear from you if you want to um, go online at our website, justmove.org. You can um, send me an email or a prayer request, reach us at justmoved.org. And I encourage you to stay in touch and always move closer to Jesus. Whatever your move might be, whether it's from place to place, whether it's from um, uh, from an emotion uh, dis- of despair to uh, hope, always move closer to Jesus because you see it just doesn't get much better than that, especially when you're facing change in life. Hey, I'll see you next time. Hope for the Uprooted with Susan Miller is a production of Just Move Ministry. Just Move Ministry is a non-profit, non-denominational ministry dedicated to the emotional well-being, spiritual growth, and ongoing resilience of women uprooted by a move or other major life change. Susan Miller is the founder of Just Move Ministry and the author of After the Boxes Are Unpacked. Around the world, women uprooted by a move are gathering in After the Boxes Are Unpacked study groups. Together, they form friendships and find belonging in a new community while seeking to understand how God is using their move to grow and deepen them. Learn more at justmoved.org, where you can sign up for weekly words of encouragement, subscribe to Bloom, an inspirational publication, and read new articles every month that inform and inspire. Join the Just Moved community and the Just Moved community Facebook group, a place to connect with and be encouraged by other women anticipating or recovering from a move.